Welcome to the Wisdom of Our Roots podcast with Pam and Jana, where we talk about rebuilding a healthy future by reclaiming the wisdom of our roots. Hey there. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Are you? I am so excited that it's spring. Like, seriously, it is spring. I have little, you know, things popping up in the yard. Our snow is... 95% 95% gone. I know that that's not factual for you. No. Sorry about that. <laughs> and the birds have all come out to sing and greet me in the morning. And I I've... did hear birds this morning. Did you? I went out to give the dog his treat, and it was the first morning. They were, like, right there serenading. Isn't it lovely? It is. It's the most lovely sound, honestly. So I put some bird seed out a couple of days ago, and I walked out and same. Like they're just all singing and the doves are singing and they're in the bird feeders like eating. And I felt like, you know. Snow White. <laughs> yeah, or like, <laughs> pretty much. Or like, uh, you know, what's that? The hills are alive. Oh, sound of music. music. <laughs> yeah, like I just wanted to twirl around. So I have the funniest story because, you know, it's also mud season. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's the season of mud. So, and I love my car for so many reasons. Um, it's a Honda Pilot, and I know we talk about it. <laughs> and we both have <laughs> yeah. Honda Pilots, so... We, we talk about it all the time. <laughs> so, I get a text from a client yesterday, and she was like, hey, our driveway's really bad, you know, just heads up. And I'm like, okay, big deal. Like, my car can pretty much climb a mountain, so we're all good. And I get to her house, and she has a long driveway, and I am not kidding you, Pam, I barely made it in. And I thought, oh my gosh, is the Honda going to fail me? No, it didn't fail me, but the ruts were insane, right? So I pull up, and one of her daughters is getting ready to leave, and she drives a car, like just, you know, and I was like, kid, oh my gosh, like that's hardcore, she actually made it out and um, barely, barely made it out, went to town, got, came back in her mom's car, and then her mom texted me and was like, oh my goodness, I had no idea. It was so terrible. <laughs> Pam, on my way out, I literally, first of all, I prayed because I thought, I, am I going to sink down into the depths of hell, right? Because the ruts were just so big. And no, I totally made it out and I had the hugest adrenaline rush. <laughs> but you know when you're driving in ruts and you have no control? Yeah, you're just like sliding you're, around. Yeah. And <laughs> I felt like I was in a doom buggy or something and I was like, just gas on. And she made it out. And lovely Honda Pilot made it out. Now if my husband saw probably like how I was driving because <laughs> it was just thrashing. Right. Like massive thrashing. Um, he'd probably freak out. But anyway... So why yeah. we have Honda Pilots. Yeah. So if you want to know what kind of car to buy <laughs> to basically climb a mountain. Not for gas mileage. Yeah. Not awesome for gas mileage. But it will handle any kind of crappy mud, snow. Oh, ice. Yeah. I mean, just honestly, I have never had an issue. And I trek everywhere, like for work. So I just, um, I'm super grateful for it. Um, so there's my funny funny spring mud season so anyway are you have you started your seeds I mean what's going on no when I I am still freezing and two-thirds of the way into June 
Yeah. I am not getting excited about starts yet. I always forget that you live where it's a lot colder. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not even on my radar right now. So when does it go on your radar? May. Yeah. Which, of course, obviously then I have a super short window window yeah so you know what i plant is in terms and i we have a small greenhouse that we put up in the spring but yeah so short season high elevation yeah those are all factors for me yeah absolutely well i've been planting so i have all of my tomatoes started i have my brassicas started um But, you know, as I was sorting through my seeds this year, here's something that I've noticed the last couple of years. I'm doing so much better with just direct sow than starting everything. Mm -hmm. So I decided this year I'm not starting cucumbers. I'm not starting any kind of squash. I'm direct sowing all of it. Because what happens is I plant the start and then it has to go through shock. Right. So by the time it's coming out of shock, I've got a seedling popping up right next to it that's healthy and lovely and resilient. And I'm thinking, why did I just spend time and energy watering, fertilizing, you know, babying the seedling to have it barely maybe, you know, make it through the shock phase to have it basically be the same size as my direct sow? Yep. So I have just started um, tomatoes. I will start my peppers and, like I said, some brassicas. But everything else is, is going to be direct sown, every single thing. I'm not, um, no wrong. I started some onion, right? Um, but, you know, other than that, I just decided, because I get really excited. Overzealous. Totally overzealous. I usually start my seeds way too early, like... Valentine's Day, I'm, which is ridiculous. So by the time they go out, they're leggy. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my gosh, where am I supposed to live? You know, it's just out of control. And it's all because me not having garden patience, right? So I decided right. this year I'm going to be wise and be patient and do things just a little more intentionally. Um, I did plant my green stock. It's in my uh, greenhouse. I have a vertical planter. It's called a, a green stock. And it's one of those that you water from the top and then it waters all the way down the layers. Jason got it for me for my birthday a couple of years ago. And so I planted that with Swiss chard, a bunch of like lettuces and um, spinach because my greenhouse is getting warm. Like I had a client tell me that it's supposed to be 60 next week what yeah I'm so happy about that okay I know you're like that's not normal and I'm like I don't care yeah who cares <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for sunshine oh and my warmth. goodness we've so, had sunny days but I'm ready for some more yes absolutely so I'm super excited about what's going on with the seeds and with the garden season my garden is melted off and so this weekend I actually get to have my first yard work day where I clean up all the dog poop. I am jealous. I'm so excited. I'm like planning it since Tuesday. Like what music am I going to listen to? (laughs) I'm not kidding you. Well, it's going to get that warm. I might have a chance to get rid of 
the rest of the snow. You know what it was? It was the rain. We had rain, and mm. it just took care of business. We had snow. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I, that's why I can't live up there. I'd cry. If it snowed right now, I might cry. Because when my client told me it was going to be 60, I was, you know exactly what I thought. Yeah, totally. I was like, what am I doing Monday? I'm going paddle boarding. That's what I'm doing. So, yeah, that's... Awesome. Yeah, super exciting. Um, yeah, I'm just excited about spring. I'm excited. Anytime new life is popping up, it's very inspirational and just warms my heart. It makes me excited for the season change. There's a lot of garbage going on in the world. So there's just something about spring in the Okanagan. And I'll tell you the thing about spring here is it actually comes when it's supposed to come. When you're on the west side or when we lived in Oregon, it was like fake spring right. and then it would rain for three months. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I just want the sun. But it really does come here mid-March and it, it's lovely mm-hmm. until smoke season. Right. So this is like my favorite time of year. So super excited about spring and planting all the things making my have you made any of your canning lists i mean what what is that looking like for you um well considering what's going on in the world i have been thinking about my pantry and all that stuff so like i don't know if you subscribe to mary's pantries i do her her latest email with her her accelerated Oh, oh my gosh so she had a great video that she just put out um it's um called Accelerate Stocking Your Pepper Prepper Pantry. Okay. And she's got all the worksheets. I love her. I do too. She's the bomb. She really is. Say her um, YouTube channel for So people. it's Mary's Nest yeah. is the YouTube channel. You can subscribe to her email list. Yeah. She has got so many great resources. Yeah. That, so I'm, so she's got this, you know, whole worksheet that you go through, like, and I won't spend the time to explain it. But I'm printing it off, and this weekend I'm going to go through the exercise of of what she recommends in terms of getting all of your stuff lined up and just kind of filling in the gaps, marking my, you know, crossing my T's, dotting my I's mm-hmm. in terms of my food storage. storage. So do you normally keep an inventory? No, I'm not that organized. Okay. All right. So do you have your storage spread out or is it in one spot no it is so we are in um an old double wide trailer along that with has, everyone else yes. so you're not special but we um of course <laughs> don't have storage right so like one of the things we were talking about is getting um one of those on-demand electric uh water heaters mm-hmm. you know mark had one in his place in memphis that was those propane. are great we had it in our off-grid cabin. Yes. And so there, so getting rid of the hot water tank mm-hmm. and being able to use that, there's the closet, and there's a whole, there's a whole space where our laundry room is uh-huh. in the trailer where we could put a whole storage pantry okay. in there. Um, so, but we have like, <laughs> we have it shoved over in one corner, we have it shoved underneath the counters, we have, there's a... a 
dishwasher that doesn't have the front on it anymore that we can't pull out. So we just shove everything in the old dishwasher. I love it. So, and then I have, I mean, I have stuff in our closet in the bathroom. Oh my goodness. You know what's great is that this is just proof that you can store things anywhere. Yeah. You really can. I mean, you just have to be, think outside of the box and you can't be snobby. Right. And right now we live in a world where you can't be snobby. No. Like. Because my, and my whole thing is, is I need to be, I need to inventory it because I have no. You do. I, I've got all, stuff all totally. over the house. Mm-hmm. And I need to know exactly what I have and make sure that I, all my bases are covered. Totally. That is so factual because in your head, you may be like, okay, I have 100 pounds of uh, wheat berries and I have 50 pounds of honey. And then you go to take inventory and you're like, what the hell? I only have 10 pounds of honey and 10 pounds of uh, wheat berries. What happened? Well, guess what? You used them over the last five years when you yeah. were making bread and you didn't remember. That has happened to me. Yes. So I've become very anal with my um, storage mm-hmm. solutions and what I do. Yeah. And this is going to look different, of course, you know, for everyone because... And every- you have a great space. Like, Jason built you that nice yeah, canning storage. Oh, isn't that lovely? And you have cabinet space and stuff. Yeah. Like, you have, you have like, an updated kitchen that's super right. cool at your house. Mine is still the old, like, one person. Right. Like, two maximum in the kitchen. Because right. it's confined and cramped right. and there's no... Like cabinet space. And also my kids have moved out. And so I actually have um, some storage with that happening. Um, but same. I, yeah, making canning lists. So I know last time, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I, um, is it salsa that's on your list? I mean, yes. let's talk about what is really on your list. Because folks, when you start to grow a garden, if you're planning on growing a garden, um it's super important that you are growing things that you eat um, and that your family wants to consume. And we talk about this a lot, which is the disconnect I think a lot of people have. You know, gardening is very um, cool right now, okay? Mm-hmm. But are do you eat vegetables, right? Number one. Number two, is it even, like, affordable to garden, I am on so many gardening forums right now, and the neatest question I thought was asked, it was a newbie, they had never, and they said, is it really, does it pen out cheaper to grow your own food? No. No, that can't be the, it can't it be doesn't. the product. It's kind of like the Honda Pilot. Yeah. You can't buy it because you want to save money on gas. Right. Like or because you want a cool car. Yeah. it really isn't. No. <laughs> yeah. It's about safety and it's the way it handles yeah. in detrimental weather. It's kind of like gardening is so you can have food security in case of detrimental global conditions like what you have right now. Right. And also it's a skill yeah. that you should know how to do. You should know how to provide food sustenance for your family. Now, I understand that some people literally don't have the time or the money to do it. Yeah, or the space. If you live in a stack and and pack housing unit in downtown Seattle, 
It's not Which feasible. Which is like the scariest thing Absolutely. ever. But it, otherwise, you know, if you can't do that, you know, let's talk about some options with that. Let's say you can't garden because, first of all, you, you don't know how. It's very overwhelming to you or it's expensive, right? Seed packets now, oh my gosh. Thankfully, I'm so grateful that I save seeds and, you know, all the things, right? I bought seeds before it was cool to buy seeds because it, um, you know, it's expensive. To, to It's an expensive hobby, really, or skill, I would skill. say. Absolutely. So, you know, what are, what are some ways that people can um, offset vegetable prices and all that if they can't grow a garden themselves? Well, I think if you live in a, in the city, there's lots of opportunity with community gardens. Oh, totally. They're everywhere. Yeah. You know, even here in Orville, you've got one that's in the making. Yeah. So I think you have options in that way. You also have container gardening. You know, a lot Absolutely. of these stack and pass, pack housing have little, like, decks off the back. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not really a deck. It's just kind of yeah. a... Yeah. A lanai is what we used to call them in Hawaii. It was like a little... Yeah. Yeah. So you put You know pots. what would be perfect is the green stock. And no, we're not sponsored by green stock or anything, but it's a vertical garden. And yeah. I am not kidding. Buy a couple of those. Now, they don't give them away, right? So it's because it's a very good quality tool. Mm-hmm. Um, you could absolutely do vertical gardening and learn how to grow some food. Yeah. The other thing is farmer's markets. You know, they're everywhere. And it's it's almost like cool (laughs) to go to the farmer's market. Yeah. The best one I've ever been to, like I've been to San Francisco, um, the one they have down on the wharf, which is great. Yeah. But like Salt Lake City. Oh, really? Like, so they have this huge park and the vendors just line every side Uh, of this park and they're packed. Yeah. And so, you know, it takes you all day. Right. And, you know, pretty much you're stopping and checking things out to make your way a whole afternoon around the park. Yeah. And, you know, and and so you get so much good stuff. I mean, there's bone vendors and... All sorts. And, you know, you guys, if you are really trying to save money, because right now I know saving money is really on everyone's mind, go at the end of the farmer's market because a lot of farmers will give you a discount if they haven't sold whatever product they have. And please don't be afraid to ask. Like, this is where you swallow your pride and you just say, hey, how much if I buy the rest of your tomatoes? You don't want to haul them back to your farm? Yep. Can you give me a good deal? Or how much for the pears? You know, whatever it is. The other thing is gleaning. Like, if you live in an area like the Okanagan County where there is a plethora of fruit and just so many things. I remember even in Oregon, and I've talked about this before, I was the mom with the five kids, the kids strapped to their front who would knock on neighbors' doors and say, I noticed that your pear tree, all the fruit's dropping. Do you mind if I pick your tree? And then I'd can up the pears and bring them a jar of pears, right? And they were just so stoked that someone was using them, Mm -hmm. right? So these are other options to offset cost. Um, And of course, we're always going to be directing you in a whole foods direction. 
I am never going to say go to Dollar Tree and buy, you know, ramen. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's talk Ugh. about that. Did I, I said that maybe I just told you about how, like, so we have tons of MREs. Did I talk about this on the podcast before? I don't, know. I don't remember. And how, like, my kids, every once in a while, they'll bust one out. And I'm like, okay, say your own risk. And then it's just like they have the craps, they have a migraine, they just because of all of the garbage, yeah. you know, that's in it. They just can't do it. MSG like, overload. Yeah, I'm like, you're my kid. What makes you think? And then it's like, well, why do we have these? Right. <laughs> well, because my husband works fires every year and they just give them out, you know, case uh. case loads of them. So anyway, yeah. Um, so let's see. We know what we're planting um, and it's chick season. The chicks are up at oh, country store. Man, that is so you. It is. I <laughs> love my and chickens. I have 80 chickens. <laughs> and I love them. And I want more. And I have to, you know, it's I a mortgage them. payment. To the <laughs> I love, the, and I love the fact that chickens recycle everything. Yeah. Like all yeah. my yard just, waste, all yeah, my stuff. No, you know. This is how you become the chicken lady. <laughs> no. It's funny because I used to be a chicken lady and then I I penned it out, like the cost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I'm a chicken lady anymore. Although I have chickens mm-hmm. um, and I am pro getting chickens. But yeah. let's talk about that because that's the other thing right now that everyone's like, okay, we've got to get some self-sufficiency. Let's buy chickens. Um, it's expensive right now yeah. to raise chickens. Like I've been, t- there's been a ton of people that have reached out to me and asked about raising meat birds. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have told them don't bother. Yeah. I don't do meat birds. Yeah. I'm strictly, we eat a right. lot of eggs. We do too. I, so I totally. So my ladies don't get butchered. Right. So what I have told people though is don't bother. Yeah. Because the chick is about four bucks for one chick. Yeah. Okay. Feed is about eighteen, nineteen dollars a bag now for the good organics. No, that stuff is thirty dollars a bag for the shit. You can get twenty twenty two bucks a bag for the good feed at Azure for the chickens. It's only twenty two bucks a bag. I only buy eleven. The other stuff is eleven bucks a bag at Walmart. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so. that, but that's the Walmart stuff. What yeah. I'm saying is, so when you pen it out oh, yeah. and the time, each chicken is extremely expensive. So what I tell people is we have, and it's not a local chicken farm, but it's what our local grocery stores carry is mm-hmm. Draper Valley chicken, okay? And if you look at the whole chicken's, they look very much true to size of what a chicken, a real chicken, not a GMO chicken, would look like. It's no antibiotics, non-GMO. It's not certified organic, no um, steroids. But you can tell by tasting it that it's not, I mean, and even like I said, when it's in its packaging, it's not like, it doesn't look like a mini turkey, right? right? Which is what like Tyson looks like. You're like, well, the fuck does a chicken get that big well it was interesting i posted a video on my facebook feed about eating eggs from dr berg yeah i saw that and it was interesting because he was talking about the current practices in terms of um chicken producers and he was talking about how now you get a color palette they feed the chickens artificial colors and so you can pick your color for your egg yolk 
and you can actually pick the color for your flesh. So you get a scale, and depending on what your consumers like, you pick out the color of your yolk. So if they want to feel more comfortable with a darker, more orange yolk, then that's what you supplement your chickens with. Oh my gosh. And also I with, did the, not know that. with the flesh, they have a specific pharmaceutically designed to color the flesh so it looks darker and more healthy. I, this makes me so angry because everything is so corrupted. Yes. Even the freaking eggs. Yes. Assholes. Okay. It was so, fascinating. I'm going to go back. You should get chickens for <laughs> eggs for sure because if they're if it's that they're ridiculous with it at that level. Yeah. And and if not then you're paying for organic and yes the price of that has gone up but guess what it's still cheap. Yeah. It is still cheap. I looked at grocery outlet, they've got farm raised blah blah blah. And you have to look at it as an investment. This is an investment into your health, not the, an, an additional cost. It's like right. putting money away for later. Well, and I think too, Pam, that we've just gotten used to everything being so frickin' cheap. Yep. And now we're a bunch of whiny bitches. Yep. And I put myself in that category too, because I will tell you that when gas was for, well, it is 450, I had a few days where I was super grumpy and like, this is BS. I was mad because now gas is a thing. Right? In terms, it's a bill. It's not just, oh, we're going to get gas. Totally. You have, I'm, I'm having to budget it because I drive for my job. I so, had a huge conflict with my kids over this this morning. Yeah. Like, and now, so we're having to cut back. Yeah. Right? And so I had a few days where I literally was throwing a fit. And I needed to, uh, internally, throwing a fit. I needed to kind of scale back and be by myself. And I... I was praying for some clarity, like, get me out of this because I'm not thinking of this right. Mm -hmm. This is elevating my stress. I don't like living, you know, high stress. I'm not into it. And it just kind of hit me one day when I was cleaning, like, hang on, actually $4.50 for a gallon of gas is pretty cheap when you think of what it takes to get gas. The processes that it takes to get it out of the earth and refine it and then put it in holding tanks and then a truck drives it to your town. I mean, all those things have to happen. And we don't think twice about buying a $4.50 coffee at or, the coffee shop every day. Honestly. So I really, I like had this complete paradigm shift where I was like, gosh, I'm actually really grateful that I even get gas. Like, okay, yeah, it sucks. It's, you know, a dollar more at this point. But you know what? For all the things that have to happen for that gallon of gas to get into my gas tank, $4.50 is pretty freaking cheap. And do I really need to be running around all the time? I mean, we've had to consolidate. And mm -hmm. I needed to start going to the gym less anyway because Jonna overtrains. She overdoes things. This is how I poison myself with tea tree. This is how I do all the things, right? So I needed to cut back anyway. So it forced me to not be so, <clears throat> what do I want to say? Wasteful. Mm -hmm. Wasteful. And so that's a good thing. So I really had to kind of switch my paradigm, really, the way I was thinking. And it really helped. It made me just go, you know what? No, I'm super grateful. It takes a lot of hands to make gas. 
um, get into my car. And wham. I mean, there's so many other people that are suffering worse than me just complaining about $4.50 gas or cents, you know, for gas. Um, but it does make you change your, the way you're doing things, especially. Yeah. Well, you know, in the way things are going, just in terms of our global politics and, you know, I think everybody's kind of just thinking about battening down the hatches totally in lots of ways yeah so which is a good thing absolutely and um so have you been have you been grocery shopping lately have you noticed price increases what have you noticed i haven't i haven't noticed any i mean in my shopping yeah um you know gas for sure but my last trip was to costco um, you know, and there was a couple things that I noticed that were up, but overall, about the same across the board. About the same. My Azure order, everything was about. Did the you same. see that Azure? Um, I saw on Facebook they have strawberries for um, five pounds for twenty bucks organic. Oh, that's a really good deal. Wow, I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah. I told Jason, I'm like, I'm going to do this because strawberries are a big no-no when buying them conventionally. Absolutely. Like, that's, like, terrible. And carrots. Oh, I didn't know that. But I do buy organic carrots. Well, I'll talk. So, one of my training clients. You're just killing me right now with your egg (laughs) crap, now carrots. One of my clients (laughs) who is an organic farmer, this was years ago. Um, here in the valley, I won't say the name, um, but a very successful organic farmer. Um, we were talking in one of my our workout sessions, and he was saying that the way they clean up a piece of property that has been conventionally farmed and pull toxins is carrots. There's two crops, carrots and uh, was it a squash? I just remember carrots because we eat a lot of carrots, but carrots are because they're top and pulling toxicity out of the soil. So So this is why you grow your own food, people. Or you buy organic because honestly, organic carrots are not that expensive. Yeah. Totally. At least at, you know, grocery outlet. Any more like yeah. some of your mainstream vegetables are just the same totally. price as conventional. Absolutely. Yeah. So I did notice some um price increases when I went the other day. Um Nothing like completely shocking, but it it is more expensive. And maybe it's because of what we buy, right? Yeah. So I just, if you're someone who's buying a lot of prepackaged things, yeah. then maybe that's more expensive. But I, you know, you know us, we're f- uh, f- from scratch. Yep. Everything is being prepared from scratch. And so... You know, I did notice, like, <laughs> we have a guilty pleasure. It's uh, Kinder's barbecue sauce. Have you tried it? Yeah. It's so yummy. Um, which I know how to make homemade barbecue it's sauce. It's the same. And it's not hard to make. It's but the there's same. just something about, anyway, it was very expensive at Walmart. Really? It was like $4.89 for a really small, you know, bottle. And I thought, I'm going to just make my own. I'm not yeah. doing this. Like, we're, we're getting back to that now. And also, I had to swing into Safeway because my husband's favorite salsa is Safeway Select Salsa. It just is. He likes it better than mine. I don't care. But I only go to Safeway to buy 
all of the jugs of salsa like every six months, right? Because I like right. to have, I just like to have it. Well, there was only three on the shelf. And so I did look at their prices and <laughs> they're like double what anywhere else is. So I'm saying all of this to say you are going to have to be more methodical about totally. where you're shopping. And be forward thinking. Like when I, my last trip to Walmart, I wanted to get an oil change and, and they didn't have any staff. I couldn't get it done. I went in because I need to get some antifreeze. Antifreeze was all but gone. Every single wow. oil. So I talked to the guy who's kind of sort of stocking and he said they can't keep it on the shelf because their supply chain is... Oh, wow. So it's not just gas. No. Yeah. Right? So be thinking even beyond food. What is it that you have to have to survive? Like if you don't have lubricants for your vehicle... Right. You're screwed. Totally. So buy some oil changes, folks. Yeah, oil changes, your antifreeze, whatever you need to make your car function. Yeah. You know, you need to be thinking ahead. Absolutely. I totally agree. The other really I've I've been to Winco twice since all these food spikes have happened. I've taken pictures. There's nothing spiking at Winco. Okay? When you go into the bulk section, Organic oats are still 89 cents a pound. I yep. mean, I have it all on my phone. Like, you can just buy anything and none of the price. And I even went and, like, looked at peanut butter and I looked at pasta and, you know, all the things that you would store up. It's all the same stuff uh, in terms of cost. Yep. So um, just be thoughtful about where you're shopping. Um, when I was checking out at Grocery Outlet, uh, the cashier was like, um, and maybe it's because she noticed what I was buying. And I'm not trying to like pump myself up, right? So let me preface what I'm going to say with that. But she was like, I really, I really want to start eating healthier and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I, I keep driving through the drive-thru every night with my kids. And I just was like, how do you afford that? Like that is a spendy thing. It's super expensive to spend, you know, it I is. don't know, $25 for like the most garbage food. Well, it's so funny. So the kids and I went to hometown tonight. Uh-huh. So three kids, me, and it was $64. Yeah. Like insane for nothing. So right. I got chicken and trees, you know, chicken and broccoli. Eliza got a little dish of spaghetti. Right. Um, Max got a burger. Milana got chicken fettuccine. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's insane. I don't know and how people eat out. I don't... I, I agree. And I, I think maybe it's because they don't know how to cook. I mean, I don't know. Do you guys know? <laughs> people listening? Like... Laziness? I Yeah, I honestly don't know what it is. Bad time management? Yeah. because Well, maybe. Or they just don't know how. Like, this is what I'm realizing is there's just a lot of people that don't, are not self-sufficient at all. Yeah. And we've talked about this. Quit outsourcing your power. Stop it. Take it all back. Right? Yeah. Start uh, cooking your own food. All of the things. Growing something. You know, we we talk about this endlessly. Um, And maybe (laughs) maybe you're tired of hearing that. But anyway, yeah, that's, um, that's what's definitely uh been on the forefront of my mind in terms of with spring storing up food doing all the things getting ready for i don't even know 
what? You know, that's the other thing is the propaganda is so thick right now. I mean, we don't have to get into current events, but it's just... I'm not even... I mean, this is what I do for a living. Yeah. I have not... I've been totally, for the most part, off of social media because it's so over the top right now. Yeah. Like the propaganda with Russia and Ukraine. Right. Like, like... It was ridiculous with COVID. It is over the top with Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, it really is. I um, And I haven't even touched it with a 10-foot pole because I can't trust anything that is happening with any media outlet. And no. the truth is, is that even some of the alternative media has gotten sucked into Absolutely. a bunch of garbage. So yeah. I just... Uh, I, I would just control... What you can control. Well, and I, I Which was is watching, myself. Uh, listening to Tim Pool just briefly last night, and he was interviewing this woman, and they were talking about how we've got this major divergent happening in our culture where you've got the real life versus online. Right. And so I think that's really what it comes down to. You have two sets of reality happening. Yeah. An online reality that's completely dysfunctional and you don't know what is up, down, or in between. And there's some pretty uh, nasty people. Yes. Who are fake frauds. Yes. Yeah. And then you have a whole nother people who are focused on real life, living in their own real bodies. Yeah. And not living their lives through Facebook or the metaverse. Yeah. But they are focused on living and interacting and being human yeah and so I think the more that we can just focus on being human in our own skin in a real environment the better off we are well said Pam like seriously that was like the truest of all truths and I'm glad you said that because I was sharing with you before the podcast that I have noticed out when I walk every day, people are happy. They're waving. I really f- believe that there's kindness out there. I mean, things are not, people are not as assholish as we make them out to be. At least that's been my, you know, existence. Um, just walking through town and talking to people, they're happy to see your face. They're happy to hug you, and they're even happy to like be stoked for you. You know. Well, if you don't, if you're not on social media, and if you're not watching the news, the world is pretty awesome right now. Yeah. I mean, look what we're talking about: spring and gardening, and it's perfectly peaceful in the Okanagan. Yeah, it is. Right. I know. I love it. You wouldn't know anything negative was happening in the world. That is so true. That is so true. Uh, absolutely. And the only the only evidence that there's things going on in the world is the gas prices. Yeah. And other than that, like people are legitimately living their life, which is another reason because I know I have poo-pooed on Okanagan County, um, but I've really just come full circle. Um, another reason why I love it here. Yeah. It like, never gets it never gets great, but it never gets bad either. Right. That's so true. <laughs> Very true. True yeah. words. So, so yeah. F- don't. Don't watch the news. Yeah, I agree. Don't. And, and this is coming is from two people who legitimately spend, used to spend a huge amount of their time um, being updated and yeah. informed on news. And I do because I have to with my work. 
but I'm super selective about what I spend my time on because it's not worth the stress. My reality, I don't give two shits, honestly, about Ukraine and Russia because it's not affecting my life other than gas prices. Right. I feel bad about what's going on, you know, and I can empathize with the people who are suffering. Yeah. But I'm going to be happy. Yeah. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to grow my garden. Yep. And take care of the... Take care of my chickens. Right. And get your food storage set up. Yeah. Yeah. And life is good. And buy beef from the neighbor or make it, grow it yourself or, you know. Life is good. It really is. I absolutely agree with that. Life is good. And it's worth living. Yes. And there's a lot of opportunity right now. And we talk about it all the time. It's the stress is not worth it. No, it's not. Destroys your body. It really does. And I've meddled in it a little bit. I'll be super honest. The last couple of weeks, like I said, there's been moments. And I I don't even want to say moments because I'd be lying. And I can't stand it when people lie or they're not authentic. So I actually have spent a couple of days walking down that path of mental, you know, just mindfuckery. To where you, and it's nothing that I can control at all. And that's when, you know, I had to get really quiet and I had to pray and ask God to show me a different paradigm. I needed a different paradigm. So if you're in that spot where, you know, some of these things are really overwhelming you and I would, my advice to you would be get quiet and ask God to show you a different paradigm, to show you something different because when I totally had this spiritual download of, hey, you need to be grateful. This is what it takes to get gas from this point to your car and you're only paying $4.50? Like, when? I mean, honestly, it should be $20 a gallon. Yeah, because gra- gratitude is the most powerful thing <sighs> that you yeah. can focus on. Absolutely. Just being thankful for, like... And, and I do this, like, it sounds cheesy, but every single night I have a bath and I get in and I just, I'm like, thank you for hot water. Oh, and you know, once you've lived off grid, <laughs> no, really. that's why. It's because when you lived off grid, I'm not bathing in a plastic bin. <laughs> yeah, a tote. A plastic right? tote, With yeah. a cold hose. Coming out of like spring water, you know, oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. But gratitude Absolutely. is the yeah. most powerful thing. And one other thing I would mention before we go, um, that's kind of along those same lines as far as like my bath and listening to stuff. Um, there's a great YouTube channel called Soma. Okay. And it focuses on breath work. Oh, because you think about the stress effect of stress mm-hmm. on your breathing yeah. and what that does to your body. Yeah. Um, if you are looking to take your health to the next level and are interested in breath work, uh, check out Soma. It's just Google Soma Breath or, or okay. on YouTube. And there's all kinds of videos. There's um, just a ton of resources on there. Awesome. I'm going to check it out. That's a great idea. Because you consume 40 pounds of air, right? You're literally, if you think about it, like when you start a fire, what do you have to have? Oxygen. Oxygen. Yeah. Right? You have to have a fuel, Mm -hmm. right? Same inside your body. Yeah. 
And so you're, you got to have oxygen to light that, keep that fire burning. Absolutely. And most people sit all the time. Yeah. Their diaphragms are compressed. Yeah. And they're not, you know, pulling the air all the way down to the bottom of their lungs. They're right. shallow breathers. I am as guilty of that as anybody. So this totally. is why I found this. It's awesome. I would check it out. And, you know, my, like my son has a deviated septum. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's this, I was reading someone with the same issue saying how much it helped them oh very good improve their breathing yeah um so yeah breathing super important so check it out that's a great tip pam thank you for sharing that hey real quick before we take off um remember if you want to you can email us we asked you guys a question on facebook what is your beef with organized religion? Um, we want to know. And if we don't get tons of feedback, we're still going to do that podcast. So you right. could be a part of it if you want. And if you don't, you don't have to. So we need your age. Because um, I just kind of want to know what age you know yeah. um, people are. And what your actual beef is. I don't want your long and story. Gender. Yeah, gender. Right. I don't want the long story about how you were, you know... Suited. Is it because you were lied to? Is it because you started reading the scriptures and you realized that, you know, wait a second, what would Jesus do? He'd hang out with whores and, you know, taxpayers and the dirty people and the diseased people. He wouldn't like, you know, be snobby. <laughs> Maybe that's your problem. <laughs> I don't know, right? So I'm just saying, and I'm using Christianity. Maybe you have a different religion that, you know, uh, turned you off. But we want to know. So email us at wisdomofourroots at gmail. And you can still find us on Facebook. Yeah. Instagram is dead. Yeah, we're yeah. like pretty much done with that. <laughs> I, I'm like, I haven't deleted the app yet, but I'm like, oh. I need to delete that because yeah. I'm just not yeah. doing that. So don't find us on Instagram yeah, at all. Yeah, if you want to find us, we're on Facebook. Otherwise, yeah. we're here on Spotify. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, All right, well, if you have questions, comments, or any other feedback on today's show, send us an email at wisdomofourroots at gmail.com. Otherwise, we will see you next time. Yes, we will.